Welcome to the New Brunswick Free Public Library's weekly podcast. Now that we're offering more remote services than ever before, we want to make sure you stay informed. Tune in each week for the latest updates about services and exclusive interviews with library staff and partners. All right, so welcome everybody. This is the first episode of our NBFPL podcast. I will be your host for these. My name is Chelsea Woods-Turner. I'm one of the senior librarians here and I've been working on our virtual content. So if you see videos or other like graphics on our social media, that's me, I'm behind that, along with another librarian. And today I have with us our assistant director, Linda. This first episode is gonna be about our reopening. We are very excited to begin offering some services again to the public. So Linda, welcome. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, thank you for having me, Chelsea. My name is Linda Crittenden, and I am the assistant library director here in New Brunswick. Mm. I've been working at the library for many, many years. Um, awesome. Actually started as a library assistant and kind of went back to school, got no my degree to become a librarian, worked as a children's librarian for a little while. Wow. Um, but over the years, I've managed to somehow become assistant director, <laughs> and I've been in that role for about the last 10 years. That's great. Well, we love having you. Um, so I know that our listeners are probably really interested to know how this reopening has even happened. It's taken a lot of work by a team of people here at the library, but what role have you played in reopening the library? All right, well, the library essentially has been closed since the beginning of April mm -hmm. because the staff was furloughed but we've been fortunate to be trickling a lot of the staff back in over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And, you know, being allowed to return has enabled us to be able to plan new services mm. or continue some services in a diff slightly different way now in this era of COVID. Um, get everything up and running as quickly as possible in the best way we can. Yeah, absolutely. I, for one, have loved coming back. I was apprehensive, you know, you never know what it's going to be like now that it's COVID, but every day I get up and I know I get to go to the library, I'm excited. So I'm very glad that we could be back and offering some services. Um, if any of you think we sound a little muffled, we are both wearing our masks right now. Yeah. Uh, all library staff is required to wear a mask at all time. And we are currently filming in what is our story time room. Um, and so if you hear some ambient noise, that's our air conditioning because, you know, we are very happy to be offering virtual content, but I think about this room so much because it's gone through so many different uses and now it's being used to record podcasts and film video and, you know, it's an old building. So if you hear some air conditioning, I hope you'll just be able to, to block it out. We're sorry about that. Um, so coming back. Not only were we able to bring staff back, but we are going to be rolling out some services uh, in the coming week. So we currently have contactless pickup. We will be reopening our municipal ID program, summer reading, and other virtual services like remote reference and phone reference. So why is the library starting with these four services? Well, uh, when I first came back, which was a couple of weeks ago, I did sit down with the library director and we talked a lot about uh, basically how are we going to restart mm. everything. Right. Um, not just 
what service is, but also just how to get this building up and running. I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> right. one of the analogies I heard Dr. Belvin, who was our library director, used was it's kind of like having a car that's been sitting all winter and you've never started it. Right. Well, that's kind of right. what we're doing here at the library. Yes. After so many months of kind of nobody being here, uh, nobody providing services, mm -hmm. as well as the building sitting dormant, we had to get everything up and running. Right. So one of the first things I did was have my IT staff member come in, made sure that all of our computers were updated because mm. they'd been sitting there for months, not even getting, you know, Absolutely. your weekly Windows update kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, we also had to make sure that we had the building physically ready to receive all of the staff coming back in. Right. We needed to make sure that we had cleaning services or some sort of cleaning service plan put in place. Uh, we want to try and upgrade our HVAC system, yeah. which we're currently involved in doing. Very um, we've had to think about moving a lot of physical space around. You know, you can no longer have an office where you have two or three people working in close, close proximity to each other. Sure. So we've had to rethink about where to have people working. All of that has been totally new and, you know, having the ability to now come back and have discussions and talk about it and then, you know, putting the sleeves up and actually moving the absolutely, stuff absolutely. has been able to happen now that we're physically back in the building. Sure. Um, but in terms of services as well, you know, we had to think about, well, what services has the library provided to our community that it has been missing over these last couple of months? Mm -hmm. and. You know, we went over a lot of different things, and we also thought about uh, what staff needed to be brought back, and with that staff, what were we going to be able to do right. realistically? Right. Because, you know, each one of these things, you might say, oh, well, it's just a couple of services to begin with, but sure. it's been um, a lot of planning behind it and a lot of figuring out how best to serve our community. Absolutely. And so I think uh, if we focus on these couple of things, we're gonna see how it goes and hopefully roll out some other services after that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know, I have loved seeing how libraries around the state have really responded to the challenge of offering services from institutions that you feel like cannot be untethered from the in-person experience. Yeah. And librarians have just risen to the challenge. It's so exciting to see, and I think we've done that here too. And I know, you know, when I'm not doing virtual content, I am our tween librarian, and just working with our children's librarian, Karen, to think about how we're gonna offer our summer reading program, which has been around for at least 22 mm -hmm. years. Um, first time totally <laughs> online, so I guess we're gonna try something new. It's very exciting. and. Our librarian, Jackie, has piloted this contactless pickup service, which is going well so far. Yeah. Um, so it's been, instead of being frightening, it's been very exciting to figure out how to, you know, offer these services to people so we can still connect with them and connect them to our community. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. What is one thing that you would want our New Brunswick patrons to know about using the library in the new remote virtual format? 
Well, I would say that definitely keep an eye on all of our social media, not just our website, but our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter accounts. We're really trying to up our game in terms of keeping the community informed. Mm. And that's our primary means of being able to do that. We're also now that we do have staff in the building, we are now answering the phones. So if you have any questions, or let's say you don't have a device to check on our website or our social media, you can always give us a call and you'll reach someone here from 10 to five each weekday. That's great. And we'll be able to update you on any services, how to, pro how to access those services, as well as if you have that traditional reference question, you know, right. that you need, you know, you need information, we do have a librarian who will be able to be here and look up any of those tough questions for you or information that you may need help with. So, um, I think that keeping an eye on those will help you figure out how to, you know, where you're talking about doing the door side pickup. Right. And for a lot of people, they may not know, well, how do I do that? And so if you go on to our social media, we've done a little video on exactly all the steps that need to be done in order yes. to get access to the materials that we have here in the building without actually coming in. We have a lot of uh, audio books, digital books, magazines, I think there's even movies available mm -hmm. on things like Hoopla or NJ. What the heck is it called now? E-Library NJ. Oh, E-Library It NJ. recently changed That's its right. name. It used yes. to be called Overdrive, and they've Absolutely, renamed yeah. themselves. So I still always want to call it Overdrive, but everyone else is calling it E-Library NJ. Yes. <laughs> but yes. that's basically a collection of downloadable materials. And again, if you've never really accessed any of that type of information, it can be very... It could seem like it's a very daunting thing Absolutely. to all of a sudden have to download a book or to download a magazine. But it really is very easy once you go through the steps, mm -hmm. and we are here to help you kind of figure that whole thing out. So that's great. I would say um, that's the couple of things that we're very excited about here. Yeah. Absolutely. We are also doing the municipal ID. Yes. So I know that that is something that we've had a lot of people interested in either renewing their municipal ID mm -hmm. or getting themselves a new municipal ID and that is a program that we run in conjunction with the city of mm -hmm. New Brunswick. It's basically as long as you're a resident of New Brunswick you're eligible for one of these municipal IDs and they are primarily used for services throughout the city whether it be getting into um, well, we don't know if we're going to be getting into the schools <laughs> in yeah. September but in the past yeah. A lot of parents were able to be able to access sure. getting into the schools, needing form of identification to right, get into the right, school. Very important. Um, a lot of the banks will recognize the ID if you want to open an account, or for instance, if you need ID at the hospital. Right. I think the hospitals were also being cooperative in terms of recognizing that. So we've had a lot of interest in when is that municipal ID program yes. going to restart because we do house it within the library here and mm -hmm. we do staff it with, you know, our wonderful staff mm -hmm. amongst many other things we're doing is that. <laughs> yes. um, so that again, that's gonna be up and running and as long as you give us a call, we'll be able to make an appointment and get you set up with your municipal ID.
Absolutely, yes. We've already had so many calls about that, and I'm just glad that upon hearing that the library was going to reopen, so many patrons were so excited to start using services again. Uh, the patrons are really what make our library so great. We have a wonderful staff, but we have so many great people who are loyal library users, and we love to see them down here. And you're right, it can be daunting to go completely virtual, but I feel like that's the challenge we're all undergoing right yeah. now is how to how to have community virtually. So I know that we will do a great job of doing that here. And for those of you who might not know, before the shutdown, we were putting out virtual content even then. And there's plenty of instructional videos on how to use Hoopla or Libby or RB Digital, which are e-reading and audiobook apps that you can use for free with your library card, and also craft tutorials and other instructional videos. So feel free to go to our YouTube page. We are mm -hmm. New Brunswick Free Public Library to see all those videos. You can catch us on Facebook and Twitter, and that is where we'll be posting most of our content. I was speaking with Joy, who's one of our librarians here, and we were talking about how social media has really become important as we're reopening. It used to be just one of the things that we do, but right. now it's one of the main ways that we communicate with our patrons. So please like and follow us and you'll get all the most up-to-date information, including this podcast. Um, so Linda, is there anything else you'd like to add? I did just want to mention our app which is called Elm Express. Yes. And you can do download that. It's through that app that you're able to look at your library account, your personal library account. Mm -hmm. It has your library card number. It has your PIN number in order to be able to put holds on materials, mm -hmm. which is one of the things you need to be able to do to do the doorside pickup. So if you um, need some help with how to download the app and how to configure it, please give us a call here and we'll be more than happy to help you with that. I do also want to mention though that if you are not someone who feels comfortable with using a device in order to access your account or to put a hold on a book, like I mentioned, we are fortunate to now have staff back in the building. And if you give us a call, we can get the hold for you. Know, you can just say, I'm looking for such and such a Great. book. We'll take a look on the shelf for you, and we'll put the hold on for you. So you can always give us a call and let us know if there's any materials that you want to pick up. We'll get that all set up for you to come to the library and have access to that. That's awesome, yeah. So that number you can call is 732-745-5108, extension 25, and staff can assist you in English or Spanish. You can call to check on your existing library card account, have your card ready. If you need your PIN number or you want to see if something you checked out can be returned, questions about fines, you can call that number. If you don't have a library card number, you can sign up for a virtual card. We are offering that now. And you would call that number as well, and we'll get you all set up with your library card account if you're a New Brunswick resident. So, um, Linda, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I feel like I learned a lot. And we will see you guys next time with a new episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to NBFPL's weekly podcast. This podcast is produced by Chelsea Woods Turner and is recorded several days before release. Music from bensound.com. 
Like, follow, and subscribe to NBFPL on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, or visit us at nbfpl.org. Find our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or through Google Music for new episodes each week. Do you have questions or suggestions for us? Email us at nbfpl at lmxac.org.